Mamaz da gelmez. and Allison Rosen fan podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lowry, and this week we will talk about the Monday episode with Guy Branham and the Thursday episode, Dental Rebellion, Cheeky Lullabies, Rogue Steak Knives. But first, I have to introduce fellow best friend, co-host, Lil Rafi. Welcome, Raphael. A.K.A. Henny Blanco is back. I haven't had Hennessy and Coke in months, and I had it today. I'm schmacked. This is going to be funny. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're on a little bit more than just uh, Henny and Coke. I think you need a new nickname. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be in the uh, description of the episode, but <laughs> I'm drinking, well, I'm about to drink a Bud Light Grape Arita, Grape Margarita Malt Beverage, 8% ABV, 25 ounces. Let's get it going. This should be fun. And... Before we were recording, and I asked you, are there any women there to help you drink that? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. This is a very manly drink. <laughs> you're right. You're right. The purple can says it all. <laughs> um, how does it taste? Is this your first time having it? Um, this is my first time. It tastes gross, um, <laughs> but I'm going to power through. And sorry if I like smack on air. I, I just realized I was doing that. But then again, I'm smacked. So... <laughs> This will be fun. And I keep I'm, and I'm contact so smacked somehow. I don't know why I'm losing my mind. <laughs> yes, before the show started officially, there was a lot of, uh, are you, oh my goodness, I was going to say pregnancy brain. <laughs> why do I look fat? <laughs> um, no, I'm not pregnant. Thank goodness. Okay, just checking. Yeah, um, at least not today. So this weekend is my anniversary, my 13-year wedding anniversary. So we will see what I come back with. Congratulations to you and your husband. Thank um, you. 13 years is great. I think my – edit this out if you want. I think my parents broke up after like 26 years. So, so you're saying there's hope? Well, yes. <laughs> I don't know what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I'm just saying, you have a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, there's a long way to go before we actually split. Um, it's You're been nice. a little while since we've talked. How the fuck are you, little Rafi? It's I been like little, two weeks. Little Rafi. Little Rafi. Sorry. Um, little Rafi. I mean, I've been, I've been good. Um, I think I'm too schmacked to answer that properly. Edit that out. But oh, that's staying. It's all staying. I'm not editing this time. Oh. Even my... My fuck up in the beginning. Fuck it. I, sh I should mention that the reason I'm schmacked right now is because my friends took me out for my birthday, which is this weekend. Don't have whoop, to whoop, whoop. wish me any birthday wishes or anything. Um, that's why I'm schmacked, not just because it's Thursday night. Okay, good. Well, okay. So first of all, happy early birthday. Thank you. Um, I've purchased a few ridiculous presents for you, but I was hoping... Oh, <laughs> That since you're going to be in my house in a month, in less than a month, 
if I could give them to you in person. So they will be belated birthday gifts, but I want them now, Lisa. God damn it! <laughs> now, of course. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to get a separate bag because I left some things at Megan's that I need to <laughs> ship back to. So I'm gonna get a big bag or something. Yeah, that's fine. You, you didn't have to get me anything, though. Well, of Thank course you. I'm going to get you stuff. But do you have any plans this weekend, since your actual birthday is on Sunday, right? So Jenna is performing in Utah this weekend, and I thought about going, but I don't know. I don't think I... Oh, shit. <laughs> you have to edit that out. <laughs> Speaking of Jenna doing comedy, Jenna's special on VidAngel is now available. It was up, like, I don't know, I want to say, like, four or five days ago. and But they took it down because some kind of issue with the video... But it's up there, so you can get the app or go to the website, VidAngel, and it's only $1 to watch it, $2 for HD. I watched it. Rachel watched it. I told Mika about it. She watched it. So for $1 or $2, you can see the special that I saw in Utah uh, with Rachel. That is so cool. Okay, I'm going to watch that this weekend. Uh, you are, you guys both are such dedicated fans, you and Rachel, driving all the way out there, flying all the way out here. That's kind of over the top. I do a lot of stupid things and I think she's just kind of along for the ride. But thankfully, she is pretty down to do whatever. So That's it works awesome. out. Have you guys shared with Allison? I mean, I know you tried to share with her on the live stream, but then it cut out before she, you know, I don't know if she saw it or not, but has it been brought to her attention? <laughs> so after that happened, I DM'd her to tell her that I snuck it into the Facebook stream. Ah. But uh, Megan wanted me to let her know that I'm dating a fellow A-R-I-Y-N-B-F fan. And then she was like, oh, great. That's awesome. Amazing. Whatever. So, yeah, she knows. <laughs> Whatever. So she wrote your wedding vows for you? That's nice. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think Me Megan is doing that. Is she? <laughs> no, not really. But she is probably planning the wedding in her head already. Oh, I'm sure. Ooh, what does it entail? Is it going to be Seinfeld themed? Are there going to be black no, and white cookies? She doesn't care about Seinfeld. She cares about Allison. So it's going to be Allison oh, Rosen. Right. <laughs> Duh. So it'll be King Cavalier Spaniels all over the place. Yeah. And Ducklings, of course, will be there. Ducklings. You know, I, I, look, I try to look up where Allison got married to see how much it actually cost. But I right now in my schmackedness, I don't remember if I figured it out or not. But I feel like I did. I bet that that would be some real dedication. That's like getting married shit. at the same place. Yes. No, I think that's when like like sending her an invite. That's one thing. But like we're getting married where you got married. That'd be creepy. Also, we've, we, we've passed the creepy line already. <laughs> also, we've only dated for like five months. So it's kind of weird talking about marriage. Although I do joke about it a lot. Most relationships eventually head that direction. So it's not bad to talk about it. And good relationships, especially if you're talking about it, then that's a good thing. Uh, we'll see if she feels that way. All right, good. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, I can tell you this because it's never going to air. But one day I was, I think like a week or two ago, I was over at Rachel's and ooh. we were pretty tipsy. And I convinced her to do a thank you for being a fan. And we cannot air that because I was drunk and it was terrible. I was a horrible interviewer. It just turned into like us having a regular discussion about our relationship. And then it's like, wait, oh, this has nothing to, to do with Alice. Uh, yeah, send that over like, right now. I'll decide. <laughs> there's like an hour where we're just like going on about whatever. And I'm like, oh, wait, we're still recording that, aren't we? So, yeah. You edit it down and just, just to Allison talk and it's like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Just well, the intro and the outro. I'm super excited to do a thank you for being a fan tomorrow with Toby. 
I know he's been on here before and we've talked, but we really haven't gone deep into Toby and his Allison fandom. So I'm excited to talk to him about that. And if anyone else wants to have a one-on-one with me and tell or hey, with Rafi, you guys can get schnackered <laughs> <laughs> and he cannot interview you. If you want to tell us how you became an Allison Rosen fan and you get your whole own episode to yourself, or if you want to repeat, I know Ray was talking about wanting to do it again. And I think that would be fun to kind of like recap and re- rehash things. But anyway, just email me, bfancast at gmail.com. So let's take a moment. I know we haven't even gotten to any of the shows yet, but I wanted to send a shout out to Lee Bruns. He is always sending me fun intros and and different things for me to use on the show, which I think is just amazing that he takes the time to do that. And just supporting the show like that is really, really cool. And I don't know if I've officially thanked him on the air. So one shout out today is to leave from me. And really quick, I want to say it's okay if you say pop when I said fuck those people. <laughs> I didn't specifically mean you, Lee. Saying pop is okay, but incorrect if you're to an adult. To be fair, you're drinking a Graparita right now. So I don't know if your <laughs> opinion counts. I'm drinking. I'm, I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking a grape burrito, not a pop or a soda. Well, it's like a pop Don't worry, I'm having more Henny and Coke later. All right, soda rita. I'm drinking the pop. All right, should we talk about Guy Branham, Monday's episode? I thought it was really good. I thought it was too. So, all right, should we talk about Thursday? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you said short and sweet, right? Yes. What's Let's the talk record? About us and how you're show? fucked up and I'm not. And then to, one minute on each show. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure <laughs> um, the fans love it. What is this? GMO Patrol? Whoa, geez, where'd that come from? Let <laughs> wow. it bet out. That's, uh, that's staying in. So he kind of started the show off talking about something I kind of agree with, where he says, I don't care about your stupid cat and I don't care about your stupid dog, but I do love your t- two year old. But I have to say, I also don't care about your two year old. <laughs> Um, nobody thinks that your dog or cat are as cute as you think they are, just so people know. And even, like, my kids, I'm like, I I know I find my kids adorable and, like, smart and cool and, like, whatever, but, like, that doesn't mean everybody else is going to, you know? I don't know. I think there needs to be a limit on the sharing of the of the stuff. What do you think? Am I just well, a horrible person? N- no. Well, he did say that. He said something about changing the idea that, like, men are just, like, they hate babies. Something like that. And... I was agreeing with that because I do hate babies unless they are related to me in some way. So my nephews love my nephews. And then, and this is so weird, but Jenna's daughter and Allison's son are cute fucking babies. And I don't know if I'm biased, but I feel like whenever I see other people's babies, I'm like, that's an ugly baby. And people are like, no, it's not. It's cute. All babies are cute. And I'm like, no, not that one. Not really. Yeah, I agree. It's a biased thing. But then, of course, if I know know someone, like there are people we've gotten to know through this show and I'll see their kids' pictures. I'm like, oh, they're cute. But in general, like I don't want to hear a screaming kid when I'm trying to eat. I don't want a dog barking in the restaurant next to me. Like I don't want any of that. It's annoying. I don't like any of it. I've gotten old and crotchety and I want to enjoy my time overpaying for my drink somewhere out. The the dogs at the bar in Texas were pretty crazy. I can't stop thinking about that. And it's like, they're barking. And you say like, your dog is your baby, which is mildly offensive to a parent who's actually raising people. But it's, if my kid was screaming and crying, I wouldn't just be like, Logan. 
<laughs> Stop, Logan. That's like how dog owners are. And it's just beyond. Like, I don't let my dogs out when we have parties or people around, usually, unless I know people are dog people, you know? But I don't want to infringe on people's space. I don't... We have these friends. Oh, my gosh. We go to their house. I don't know if you know what a bloodhound is. The dog, kinda, yeah. Well, that kind of dog, what it looks yeah, like. like a droopy kind of... Yes, big yeah. droopy face, all, like, just crap coming out of every wherever and so we'll go to eat over there and the dogs are like st- like putting their paws up on the table and there's drool and then your pants they come by you one second and you're like completely white stained on your pants and it's just like ugh. i just boundaries is all i'm saying like i like having the dogs they're sitting right next to me right now but they're not barking and they're not slobbering all over people. And if people, I don't know, I just, the boundaries is all I'm saying. It's too much. Agreed. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, if you could clip out me talking about animals every single time, I would sound like a really horrible person. I used to be one of those people that wasn't really connected to humans. And every time I saw a dog, I was like the dog lady. Like I loved dogs so much and was obsessed with them. And then I was also the same way with babies. Like I loved every single baby and every single kid was cute. And now I'm like, eh. <laughs> scram i don't like any of you (laughs) i hope i hope jay gets on the on the super cut of lisa talks about animals and like sends it to the aspca (laughs) or something oh and like just an evil me with like a white cat on my lap just petting it with like (laughs) all these horrible words coming out jay i will be seeing you next week i'm super excited he's gonna be here i don't think we're gonna he's not gonna come to my house but we're gonna meet up at some point we're hoping i haven't I haven't reached out yet, but Ray and Megan, if you guys want to meet up next Saturday, that'd be really cool. I'll probably text you before you even hear this. So, but next Friday, I get to meet him and his wife, Michelle, and his son, Brian, and I'm super excited. So that'll be really fun. We're going to go to downtown Disney. Nice. That's cool. I'm like, I'm jealous whenever someone meets up that isn't me. Like, um, I know because it usually is you. (laughs) Exactly. Like Megan met uh, Demian for yes. drinks and i was like why ain't i there right now but can't I, be there all the time i feel the same way and like when ray is like oh i'm hanging out with bruce by dawn and getting yeah. from him. oh guess what's gonna happen this sunday we're meeting up he's gonna bring me beer i'm so excited where does he live he lives okay i always thought it was la but i think on his bio i think he it says in the covinas which we talked about west covina before with crazy ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. so i think it's there which i think it's not super far, but he goes to a restaurant that's, you know, where we met up in that area. Right. He goes to a restaurant down there. So he said, well, let's meet in the parking lot across the street and I'll give you some beer. I'm like, okay, that's kind of awesome. Hey, Lisa, in that area, do you think they've ever filmed any movies? <laughs> Fuck. In fact, they're filming one today. I was driving around. I'm like, God damn it, with the traffic and the goddamn cameras everywhere. Oh, you should yeah, find- that thing you do um, has actually been filmed there. <laughs> You should go try to be an extra in that movie. I just walked by 300 times. I'm like, oh, I'm just here because unofficial business. <laughs> uh, when they filmed Big Mama's House, I, I remember I was trying to like, uh, I always, yeah, I tried. There were a few other movies too. There was a Ben Affleck one where my friends and I were like, they're going to be filming down there at like four in the morning. We're going to go and like get into this stupid Ben Affleck movie. I'm like, yeah, no. I don't know how you guys live in California, 
with so much filming, like they're doing construction on my street right now. And it's just like a couple of little pylons, but the fucking, the fact that they're there bugs me. Yeah. I can't imagine if like they shut down a whole block or something. I'd be. Oh yeah. Like, this was like a whole section where I, even one time they were filming a commercial at, in the circle and we were at the Elks Lodge, which has a, a balcony that looks over the whole circle. So we're sitting out there and they actually had like a crane sitting right next to it, And they were filming this car commercial. And I'm just like, Okay, this is cool to watch and all, but let's move it out. Like, we need to live here. <laughs> so I was somewhere recently, and there was an Elks Lodge, and I was like, man, I wonder if I joined. Like, what Like, what do you got to do to join? And I just thought it was funny that you are a member. It is hilarious. And guess who else is? Trap Dog. Oh, yeah, Trappy, yeah. Go Trappy, Trappy boy. I don't, um, I don't think he listens to this, but shout out to Trap Dog. His music is great. Guy was talking about Big Little Lies, never seen it. Uh, they were talking about spoilers and things. He, he kind of has rules based on if something's been out a certain amount of time that it's not really a spoiler. Like you should have already seen it by now if you want to see it, which I guess I can kind of agree with. But I don't even know what that show is. Do you know what it is? I don't. I feel like I've heard about it. But then again, maybe I'm thinking of Pretty Little Liars. Are they not the I'm same thing? Too. I have no idea. And guess how interested I was in finding out. I did not look <laughs> into it at all. But he did talk about watching Feud, which I am obsessed with wanting to watch that. The Betty Davis, Joan Crawford feud, which I feel like that's t- today news for me. <laughs> Or like, oh, yes, they're they're in such a feud. They only died in like the 80s, 70s. But we're coming up on Mother's Day and it is the time of year where, I, of course, Joan Crawford was not in the movie, but it was about her. Mommy Dearest, one of my favorite movies to watch at Mother's Day. I was even thinking about getting a Mommy Dearest shirt to wear on Mother's Day. It's just, I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, feud. I'm, I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with any kind of those kinds of feuds. There's another one that I'm hoping that they'll do. It would be nice if they had a whole series of feuds, like the famous ones that I care about. Like the ones nowadays, I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself, people. <laughs> and I don't know why like, I care about Joan Crawford and Betty Davis, but I do. I can't say anything on the subject. I don't know who these women are. Oh, God. Do yourself Betty a Davis, I feel like I know that name. And Joan Crawford, I do know that name, but I could not pick them out of a lineup. Oh, okay. Well... If I see them, maybe it'll be different, but I have I can't really say much. Betty Davis has some buggy eyes, and Joan Crawford was really beautiful at one time. <laughs> at one time. Weren't we all beautiful at one time? Well, yeah, but alcohol and all that, she really hit the wall on her. Whatever. Speaking of alcohol, I'm yeah. like halfway through this can already. Take another little... <laughs> you might need to crack another one, because we're, we're a quarter of the way there. Yeah. Uh, so Guy is from a town called Yuba City, which I think it's close to Jason Dix, possibly. I could have looked on a map. I know I've passed. Oh, no, it's not by Jason Dix. It's an hour up past where T.S., shout out to you, lives. So he said it was the prune capital of the world. And I thought he said poon. So I wrote poon capital. I'm like, really? Well, it's believable, but and then when they start talking, I'm like, oh, prune capital. Got it. Okay. That's probably, I don't know if it's a lateral move or it's like one step lower than Gilroy's garlic capital, but I'm not really sure. So being is that you like old lady snacks, do you snack <laughs> on the prunes? No, that would seem right. And I'm backed up. That would really add up. <laughs> How about dried plums? 
that I could get get behind. No, it is funny that, you know, prunes are looked at as such a piece of, like, old lady, fr- you know, food. And I guess, ra- and raisins are like kid food. But then grapes and plums are like magical fruits <laughs> in their, you know, original form. So, well, I don't know. They turn into I've, weird things. I've never had a prune, but I do like... Um... Plums? Raisins? <laughs> Grape I do like plums, but I've never had a prune. But I like grapes, and I hate raisins. So yeah, they are very different. Maybe it, maybe it won't work out. It won't. If you don't like raisins, they're like a pastier raisin. Oh, jeez. And, oh, I remember my grandma. Oh, God. She went... The early phases, when we were a kid, it was the only time I ever had sugar cereal. She had, like, every kind of, like, awesome cereal. And they had chicken, so we'd go get eggs, and they would make us breakfast, and it would have, like, a pound of butter and scrambled eggs. And then she had the sugar bowl on the table where you could pour sugar on everything. And then, I don't know, early 80s, they hit the health food skids, and it was, like, cashy cereal and prune juice. And it's just, like, it looks like diarrhea. It's horrendous. No, no comment. <laughs> you want a prunerita? I can make you one when you're here. <laughs> you know, this grape burrito, even though I've drank about half of it already, it tastes like fucking medicine, like grape medicine. It's yeah. pretty gross now. And now. I would not suggest it to anyone. <laughs> oh, gosh. They're talking about... <laughs> this is not a segue, I promise. It's just next on my notes. They're talking about being gay and coming out in your own time. And this... Feeling for public figures where the like people feel like, well, I have to out you because you, you must be gay. You need to tell me if you are or not. Like, instead of just letting people come out in their own time, it's such a crazy, like, they who they were talking about, Clay Aiken, everyone's like, oh, you know you're gay. And it's like, hey, he's going through his own things. And to have that, all of that stuff, t- like, talked about and you're, everything about you is formed before you can even, are at one with it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm leaving all of this in, by the way. Please don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I can add to that. You put it uh, perfectly. Oh, see, that's all you needed to say. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. Well, first I was trying to think of something to say. Like, eh, she kind of covered it. So then they were talking about dating apps in rom coms. I hate that term. In romantic comedies, they're talking about dating apps. And the fact that they don't use them. And they had some theories and other people had theories. My theory is, is any kind of technology that is used in shows or movies dates the show or movie eventually. Right. Like, so... like you've got mail or whatever. It's like, oh, it's cutting <laughs> edge. And then it's like, <laughs> Yeah, I I was thinking about that today, but about rap music. I was like, how, yeah, like, if, if, our, if, our <laughs> oh. <laughs> if like a rapper says like some kind of slang that's popular oh, yes. now. How you're like, oh, we clearly know that you're just like, it's because of this, forget it, edit right. that Right, it's like, oh, it's 2003, and this song came out? Cool. Well, I was thinking of something that came out like two weeks ago, and I was oh. like, he says something, and I was like, yeah, like in a month, no one's going to give a shit about that anymore. But um, That seems like what all are... rap is, though. It's just like timely, you know. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> the modern stuff that's on the radio, Maybe. But like, because that's what I'm listening to. <laughs> well, the three rap albums that I listened to, I used to listen to each one of these once a month, so I would not forget it. But I've fallen off years ago. Is Jay Z's "Reasonable Doubt"? That's his debut album. These are all debut albums, actually. 
Nas, Illmatic, and Biggie, Ready to Die. I listen to those all the time, and they don't really have anything that sticks out as like, this was recorded in 94, this was 96, this was 93, whatever. So I think timeless rap music is going to be timeless no matter what. Also Gangstar. But like all the stuff on the radio now is just trash. Like they're just appealing to, I don't know, fucking kids apparently. Which after this weekend you will no longer be. <sighs> just kidding. You're 30 next year? Next year, yes. Okay. Clock's I know. I know I'm uh, very inebriated right now because I was just going on for what felt like five minutes about three <laughs> rap albums. <laughs> hey, when you have something to say, I'm just going to let, let you go ahead and say it. I really wish I was editing this episode. <laughs> uh, I've only wrote, written down like three times where I'm like, oh, I'll go ahead and edit in there. But I think this is all good. This is genuine. People like it. I'm just gonna put my mic on mute. My laziness. We'll see you in half telling, an hour. You, telling you that people like it. Oh yeah, talk show, game show. That's what he is the host of. Uh, have you seen this? Turn your mic back on, you turd. <laughs> Sorry, I was taking a sip. Um, no, I, I have t- not seen the show. Have you? No, I have not. Okay, now we're done with that. No, I'm just kidding. It actually, sounds like a pretty. I love that he is kind of obsessed with or appreciates the '70s, '80s game shows talking about the hair and the carpet of the time and for me i think they were even talking about you know when you're sick or you're home from school or whatever that's those are the times that i watched all those shows and really became a lover of games is when you're home sick and you're watching price is right or you know whatever it is and just i love it so i love that he decided to do a talk show game show and the premise is kind of fun and he has this sort of where you have to do name drops and I, I guess yeah, I'm, like you get points for the name drop for mentioning being out of the country. I forget what else they said, but it does seem like fun as long as it's not like there's like a segment on Ellen where she oh you have to say a certain word. So like I don't know goldfish, and she'd be like, "So did you have any pets as a kid?" Oh. And it's like, then it feels like very what's the word? Like they're leading the. Yeah, like just very contrived. Yes. And so hopefully his show is not like that. But it does sound like fun, though. It does sound like fun. It sounds like something I would be really bad at. Obviously, because who am I going to... Well, I guess I could name drop a few people. (sighs) Just kidding. (laughs) Let's hear a couple. I can't. Are you kidding? Oh, well, Allison DMs all of us, so that's really not... (laughs) Well, weren't you an extra in a Wes Craven film? Wes Craven? Clive Barker, sir. Oh, pardon <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, see, I didn't. I don't know all the facts because you haven't written that book yet. Oh, right. That's what it is. That's what the people are dying for. <laughs> I would read it for the record. Okay, I'll make one. I'll make two. One in Braille for Leanne and one for you. <laughs> okay. Just yes. for me. Okay. Yeah. Who else is going to read it? So Guy was also talking about his Passover party and having that role of the invasive, slightly invasive, uncomfortable question, which I kind of love and I also kind of hate. (laughs) And you know what? I was going to try and come up with an invasive question for you, actually, but now I can't think of anything. I I think the marriage talk is invasive enough, probably. I I don't even remember that part, but I wish you had come up with a question because I'd be down to answer it. Right now, it would be ideal. Damn it. I had some ideas, too. I'm like, oh, I'll remember it. 
Anyway. Okay. Well, yeah, I can't remember. But when you're here in May, I'm going to give you an embarrassing present. No, I'm just kidding. If you you remember, just text it to me. Okay. I'll just reply. (laughs) And then you can know. Okay. Perfect. You can record it and send it to me. Sure. Sure. Can I say um somewhere? I didn't want to have to edit, but with all these ums, should we talk about the Thursday episode or do you have anything else for Monday? I, I just want to say that like of the interview episodes, like for a few Mondays, I'm like, they're they're always good, but I feel like this one kind of stood out for some reason. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, let's move on to Thursday. Let's do it. We were her little gummy worms, which I'm pretty sure you can get behind. I literally ate a box of them yesterday. I got them from the clearance section at Target. Only oh seven cents. They were, well, I thought if they were in clearance, like they're going to expire soon, but they don't expire till like July of 2018. So I was like 70 bucks for some gummy worms. Sure. 70 bucks. Um, so, so, you, 70 live, bucks. you live a charmed life, sir. I know, right? Clearance Getting section your 70 candy. Cent candy off the Target clearance section. They they weren't that good though. I think maybe that's why they had so many left over because they were just kind of boring flavor, sugar, whatever. Is that where you got your grape burrito? No, I got this at the liquor store in the same shopping thing center. People go to as liquor Target. stores. That's weird. Like a convenience store? No, like um, like it's a Bevmo. Called, it's called Big Liquor Warehouse. I think. Oh, Big Liquor. <laughs> Oh, you know what's funny is like a month ago, they moved all the Hennessy behind the desk because apparently people were stealing it too much. (laughs) (laughs) These are the kind of people you like to fraternize with. I mean, it's worth stealing. Isn't that, you know, praise enough? (laughs) I praise, I say. All right. So here's an invasive question. What would you trade for C plus dog breath? (laughs) Do you hate brushing your teeth as much as I do? I know I've talked about it on here. I just hate that I can't do more than one thing at a time. Like, ugh. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> well, like like uh, Chelsea Pretty does. She does the jailbreak where, you know, you're brushing, right. you walk around the house. But um, Guaranteed drooling on yourself or just or yeah, having to like, bite down on it weird. She's like, okay, well, I'm done and I need my other hand now. Right. Like in a TV show that, where they don't use toothpaste, they just walk around and they're brushing and that's fine. But... I'm a very messy brusher. Like there's a lot of foam. <laughs> and so, I mean, I don't think I would trade anything for C plus dog breath. Cause I think even at my worst, I'm not worse than a dog. Yeah, that's true. I think even C plus, like even good dog breath is not good, is not any kind of human breath. I want to smell. Right. So I'm curious. I want to smell Wendy's breath. Well, and then why, I remember. Why don't you ask them to have her breathe into a jar and send it to you? <laughs> I'm not an ultra fan anymore. They can't do it now. Do you remember when, when they had Oliver? They said Oliver has puppy breath. It's like, it smells so good. Yeah. And I'm like, puppy breath? Like, that sounds gross. But apparently it didn't smell like anything. I think it smells like, yeah, it's kind of like the smell of babies. Like, they don't. They don't have like a bad smell. It's it's nice. Although a lot of puppies I've smelled have poop breath because I think they eat their own poop. But I don't know. I know my dog's kind of half an idiot and her tongue's usually like halfway down her butthole all day. So I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. But yeah, dentist. Um, by the way, I talked to you and TS about electric toothbrushes and I was talking about getting one. And I did after that talking talking to you guys and it changed my life. 
Which brand did you get? I didn't get a fancy one. I got a cheap one. I got like an Oral-B flosser one, whatever that one is, which it took some getting used to. It gave me a headache every time I used it, and it definitely makes my nose tickle. (laughs) Jeez, how powerful is this thing? I have, is it like... It's pretty powerful. Is it rechargeable battery? Yes. No. Okay. Yes, yes. So it lasts for, you know, a week or two, and then I just put it on the charger and good to go. Okay. Yeah. See, I have, like, the battery-powered one, and I'm like, that's oh. not that powerful. This was, like, less than $20 on Amazon. Click through the banner on AllisonRosen.com, her page. But, Did yeah. it have good reviews? I think it did. So I'm like, you know what? I don't want to spend too much. I'm not spending however much hers was, like 300 or whatever it was. Yeah, Sonicare is pretty expensive. And I don't want the whole bin on the counter. I don't want the... I just want to take some of my annoyance out of this. And I like that it's timed. It doesn't have... They were talking about how it beeps like for every quadrant. Every like, 15 minutes or every 15 <laughs> seconds, I should clean say. Beep. Yeah, so this one <laughs> just does it when it just does like a, like it powers off like two beats just to let you know that you've done it enough. Okay. But I don't do, I, I after hearing them, I don't brush my teeth in quarters anyways. I kind of like start on one side, go to the other side, go down, go around and do like a repeat all over. Yeah, I do, I do, I do quadrants, but... Well, maybe not. Uh, so I do, I do like left to right on the top. Then I do left to right on the bottom. Then I do the tops. Yeah, or, I, sorry, think I the, do that too. It's like fronts of all fronts up and down, backs, and then and then middle. Yeah. <laughs> each each top and bottom, uh, and then I kind of do a quick one go round again, and then done. I do oh, too. The tongue. the tongue. Brush your tongue, yes, like Daniel says. I always brush my tongue. And yeah, like Daniel says, but not with bleach. But it did change my life as far as it's super easy and it's powerful and my teeth have never felt so clean. And I'm brushing my teeth longer than I did before because before I'm like, all right, it's brushed. There's no timer. Now I'm going longer than I'm supposed to. And it's like, ah, this is awesome. And they feel clean like I just left the dentist. So I don't know. I used to love going to the dentist and now I hate it. Or I don't hate it as much. I had a really bad dentist that made me hate going to the dentist. But I used to think if I won the lottery, if I could just have a dental hygienist come and clean my teeth every day, that'd be awesome. I think it's like one of those things where like too much of a good thing ends up being a bad thing. So it'd probably do harm eventually. Yeah, you're probably Probably pretty soon. Maybe someone, well, and I even bought an electric flosser. So I'm even flossing now too. Like Amazon's changed my life where I'm like, ooh, they make this? I'm totally using this. Do you have a water pick? I don't, but I do have a water pick flosser, and it's not, it doesn't have any water. It's just like an electric flosser. Is that like because your hand is too tired to move back and forth a little? Yes, in a way, because it's another thing that I hate to do that I can't, well, actually, I can watch TV while I'm doing it, but it's just another thing that I don't like doing, and I don't feel like I'm doing a good job of it, (laughs) and the floss will just break or get stuck or like... I, I just doesn't feel like it's doing a thorough enough job. That's so, an attractive look. You sitting on the couch watching TV, <laughs> electric flossing. <laughs> okay, I don't watch TV in there. I watch it by my... I'm talking about by myself. Like, I'm, I watch TV on a tablet. I don't use the TV oh, anymore. Okay. Yeah, what year is this? Who uses <laughs> a TV anymore? <laughs> I know, come on. So cumbersome. It's like, oh, you have to turn it on and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, what's the deal with remotes? Ugh. So, yeah, I and I will, I just have my flosser. Things have come a long way. My nightstand is full of not so many fun toys anymore, but I have my flosser in there. 
my foot lotion, my foot. <laughs> I also have, oh, never mind. <laughs> anyway, so that's what's in there now. All of my toys, like I said, had to be moved to a box. So now they don't get used as much. Anyhow, um, gum transplant. Are you kidding me? Have you heard of this? I, I didn't even know this existed and it frightens me. Yeah, it sounds gross and painful and I don't know what it would be like to have receding gums, but I feel like it can't be worse than a gum transplant. No, yes. Receding gums is just, okay, so you have to get in there. By the way, I don't really want to think about receding gums and pockets and stuff that need to be scraped out, but I couldn't be a dentist. There's no way. And gum transplant, I didn't even know that was a thing. I don't even know how that's possible. I... Yeah, I just let them recede. We're fine. Agreed. So Daniel's lullaby was quite sweet and kind of creepy at the same time. <laughs> what did you think about it? You think it's going to become uh, a jingle? So it was kind of hard to hear. Yes. But I had to I had to rewind and listen again. But it was kind of funny. I it don't remember funny. exactly what he was saying, but it was something about poop. Yeah. At I one point. That poop in the diaper. Poop in the diaper, something, I don't know. Yeah, it was cute, and I think it's sweet that they're having these moments now with Elliot and how far they've come from trying so hard to this magical little boy is, like, so cool, you know? Yeah, and I was thinking how the fact that she kind of secretly recorded him, like, back in the day, like... I think literally, this is like no joke. I think there are fewer than 10 pictures of me as a kid. So I can't imagine what it would be like to have recordings of like, this is your dad singing you a lullaby. Oh, yes. I never even thought of that. Aw. There's going to be like, there's like pictures. There's like podcasts where they mention him. So he's (laughs) going to have like a timeline of his, like literally his whole life. That's so cool. It's like a, um, a, I don't even know, like a scrapbook, but a virtual scrapbook. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I'm old. Um, I think you have literal scrapbooks. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> you know, anybody that's that likes to sing and maybe isn't a great singer, having kids is the best because I turn everything into a song. Everything's annoying. Like they're now getting to the age where, like, okay, mom, really. But I could sing anything and it's just like, they just think, you know, like the baby I take care of now, she's just like, I could sing anything and she just starts, she's so much like Sam. She just starts dancing every time there's a song. She just like rocks out and like, you feel like, not like you're God or something, but you feel like, wow, this power, (laughs) you know, (laughs) this person has no idea they shouldn't be looking up to me. Maybe we need to get these kids together for a baby dance off. Thinking how fun it would be to do like a play date or something because- like I said, they're the exact same age. They're born the same month, the same year, and they're so similar. I, I'm i telling you, I think they have very similar personalities, like that head, kind of headstrong and a stubborn, but like super sweet and just, I don't know. I also, think fun. I think Baby Dance-Off is a new James Corden segment, so you can't do it now. Oh, I'll have to call it something else. But what I was going to so- say was not going to be good, so never mind. <laughs> So, because Daniel's mom left, or is leaving, I think there's, like, an empty slot for a baby care person now. I think you're right. And I know she said she needs to get back to me, and I was thinking, what I need to do 
is email her and just tell her like my background and taking care of kids and like what I'm available to do. And then she can just, then there's no like yes or no. It's just like, if this happens, cool. You know, here's my number. Give me a call, whatever. I'm also going to go and get CPR certified again, just so that I can say that also, because you know, it's probably good anyway. Good. (laughs) (laughs) So they went on their first dinner outing or dinner out with Elliot. Uh, They also had their first date night and they went out and looked at houses on Jenna and Al Street, which I thought was kind of awesome. Maybe I could go find a house. Can we all just go buy a house on that street, please? Right. So when I would visit Megan in Hollywood, I would like, I've mentioned that I went and got breakfast burritos from the place that Al likes in Burbank. And I'm like, it's not that bad of a drive. Like, but then again, I'm going like at seven in the morning or something. So there's like not a lot of traffic, but they said it's like too far from where Daniel works. So apparently Burbank is not going to work, but I kind of do want like the whole Allison gang to live on like a compound, like in the Godfather, where they just all have a house on the same block. That would be amazing. Like, imagine if Greg had a vacation house there, because of course, I don't think he can, I don't think he can leave Venice. He seems very (laughs) Venice-like. But if they all had just a house in Burbank, and I love those houses too. They're usually like 50s houses. The small experience I have in Burbank, it seems like a nice kind of area, just kind of, kind of reminds me of like most neighborhoods here, just kind of suburban and normal. Yeah. And that's what we want. So their first, (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. Their first dinner out, Allison was talking about how she's super paranoid of all like the crazy things that could happen. And of course, being a parent, you do have those crazy worries and it's never going to go away. I mean, every little thing that the kids go and do, like my daughter's on a play date right now and it's like, okay, I'm sure they're having fun. If something happened, I would have heard, but when you're not there, you don't know what's going on. Now, being in a restaurant where waiter, like waiters and waitresses are like running around and I guess they're called servers now, right? I mean, we've seen them drop stuff before. There's been accidents before. So to think that it couldn't happen, is kind of, you know crazy and like to protect your kid at all costs just so you can have peace of mind and eat and whatever but the whole knife thing like what if the knife comes out of nowhere and just like slips out of the guy's hand i mean i guess it's possible but that's kind of extreme do you ever catastrophize i do i think especially after big things happen like in your hometown of aurora you know i think every time i go to the movies i have this kind of fear and i'm kind of taken out of the movie Whenever somebody comes into the room, like I'm like looking and thinking, okay, what am I going to do if something happens? And, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm always kind of on alert for those kinds of things. But the the kinds of things that can happen could be anytime, you know? Right. It's everything's normal un- until it's not. But it's funny you mentioned my hometown of Aurora. Literally that theater, like with no traffic and all green lights, it would be like three minutes for me to get there. Weird. And... I just, I was just talking about this with someone, but James Holmes lived on the same street as me, but I wasn't living there at the same time. When, for 13 years as a kid, we lived at this apartment, and it's like literally like two blocks over is the building that James Holmes like boogie trapped and all that. That's where he's living, like literally like two buildings, three buildings over. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Like, I still think about the little girl that died and, like, her her mom telling her, you're a big girl now. You can sit on in your own seat. And, like, now she's gone. Like, those little things where I'm like, you know, I don't know. Just everywhere that I'm at, I'm thinking something could happen, whether it's big like that or small, like, you know, a knife coming and heading across. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about a knife, but, like, you never know when some crazy thing's going to happen. But it's so rare that... You're probably going to be fine. It's just, I, I have, and this is maybe a JMO, but I have this fear that if it does happen, it's going to happen to me when I'm somewhere that I would be embarrassed to be at, like Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like the, I wouldn't be caught dead wearing that. And then, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh God, I hate Walmart so much and those people and blah, blah, blah. And then when I'm in there, I'm like, please don't let something happen because I'm here right now, please. Or like going to Starbucks or like McDonald's or something where I'm like, I, I don't want to be known as the girl that got killed in the getting a filet of fish. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like like the inquirers will like lead story will be dead woman in McDonald's shooting. What was her order? <laughs> and it's like a fucking a fish filet and an apple pie. Oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> Speaking of that, two things. Podcast Festival is in October. I'm so freaking excited for it. And I don't know if we're going to all get together and go to the Palm Restaurant to have a drink or something. That would be really fun. But I really want to take in as many podcasts this time as possible. And like really not just because I really went just to see Alice in the last summer. This time I really want to take it all in. But I think it'd be fun to go to the Palm. But also I have this pressure and this stress of I really want to come up with a good JMO for the festival. Well, you have plenty of time. But I can't. Um, now I'm stumped because at the time I was like, I've got three pretty decent ones I can I can use. And on the way there, my husband's like, eh, eh. <laughs> mm, I wouldn't say that one. I'm like, damn it. So then I lost all my confidence <laughs> to just get up and say it. And mine would have been way better than some. <laughs> but he doesn't listen to the show. So true. he doesn't really know what's true. a good joke. Very true. But I let him get my confidence down. And I think I was so nervous that I was going to get to see all of you guys and meet new people and then see them. There were so many levels of nervousness and getting there on time, like everything. I was so nervous. And then, you know, I just could, I, I kept thinking, okay, I'm going to raise my hand. I'm going to raise my hand. And then I never did. So now I want to prepare. It doesn't have to be a golden one. I mean, it just needs to be a good quality one that's not been said before. That's an actual JMO. That's all. So I was going to say at PodFest, because you were mentioning how you want to see a bunch of other podcasts. This year, My Favorite Murder is back. Awesome. Bill Burr is doing the Monday morning podcast, which he's never done a live one of that. So that's going to be interesting because it's a show I've been listening to since 2011. I can't wait. I know. It's going to be so much fun. The only other show that I saw was My Favorite Murder, and I really loved it. And I haven't listened to it since, but I really don't have time to. And I know they were talking about S-Town, uh, shout out Jen, on Facebook. And as soon as, soon as she said that, I thought, okay, I'm just going to listen to it. Because I was waiting for the kids after school and just had like 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to download it right now and start listening just to see what it's all about. And I'm like, oh, okay, I think I'm going to like this. So, yeah, I there's so many good ones out there. And My Favorite Murder is a really good one. I was actually the one that mentioned S Town to her on the Facebook thing. Oh, but, yeah, lucky um, to you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope some other podcasts join in. Like I know they haven't announced all of them. October's a very long way away. True, but just 
Allison and Bill Burr, like, I'm there. It would be really cool if Sorry Not Sorry got asked to be there. I would love if You Must Remember This was there because that's probably the podcast I listen to the most of and spend time I thinking was, about it. I was surprised to learn how big they actually are. I It's it's grown. It's like it became... I don't know. It's like uh, Gilmore guys. Like they went from just whatever to like these mega stars and like selling out these places. It's just like, what? It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, her podcast is really big. And then for uh, celebrities to listen to it, you know, like Dana Gould talked about it being his favorite. And I'm sure other people, you know, have listened to it now. And she has famous people on there doing voices. And I like that it really hasn't changed very much. It's still kind of... I don't know what the word is, but it's, some of it is a little silly and like her mis- mispronunciations are kind of silly and it's just kind of simple, but then it's also so good. Like she puts so much work into it and just thought and research and it's a really, really good show, but I'm not obsessed at all. Anywho, what's your favorite Disney movie? Favorite Disney movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that many. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen The Lion King in probably a decade or more, but maybe The Lion King? Do Pixar movies count? Because they I think so. Disney? I think they or should. They because I think Lion King is overrated. Because I I really like Finding Nemo. Um, That's good. Toy Story, of course. The whole yeah. series is great. Favorite Disney movie? I I haven't seen that many. I think I think it's good that you haven't. I'm always worried when there are adults that don't have kids or a lot of family that hang out with kids and they're like, we go to every Disney movie. I'm like, that's weird to me. But uh, I know it's it's some people's bag. It's maybe just not mine. But I love Snow White. That's my favorite. Of course, because it's like the second oldest Disney movie. (laughs) I love that movie. But content wise, you know. I think Toy Story, probably, in the more modern days. I like that one a lot. Okay. Have you seen Frozen? Oh, yes. And I do like that. It's not... I wouldn't say it's the best Disney movie, though, because the story is kind of... I like it. And don't get me wrong. I love stories about estranged sisters. So it was right up my alley. But yeah, I liked it. It was good. So as you know, me and Megan both like Frozen. I think she likes it a 100,000 times more than I do, but... The song, like the movie itself is okay, but the songs about like five of them are really, really, really good. Um, I have to agree. And I think the people talking about like going half and half on like some people really love and some people hate it. I think it was the talk of the music being played so much. Yeah, because Let It Go everywhere. Yes, but you're right. They're very good songs. I mean, they're really good songs. That song is great. That's the song I broke my wrist to, by the way. (laughs) Yes, I remember that. (laughs) And I was, like, mad at everybody. I'm, like, mad. I was mad at my husband. I'm, like, fuck you, sister. Just, I'm going to let it go. And then I ate shit. (laughs) 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 Uh, My favorite, for the record, my favorite song is called Love is an Open Door from the soundtrack. So check that one out. Oh, I will. Don't worry about it. Also, I have, like, an ounce of this drink left out of 25 ounces Whoa. So you're like 7.8% drunk right now. Pretty much. On top of whatever else you drank earlier. <clears throat> or ate. <laughs> now it's empty. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. So, uh, horseshoe. Horseshoeing. <laughs> okay, so I used to listen to Professor Blastoff, so I knew that 
David would do all these manly mm. cowboy things. He used to be a cowboy. None of it sounds appealing to me. No. Are you talking about the that the drunk horse, the one that was kind of all loopy? Oh, it was high, his, yeah. Yeah, his high horse named Tony. Hunky and it had a Tony. Stick, <laughs> it had a stick in its foot, right? Yes. That is horrifying. And by the way, I love David Huntsberger. If he's one of the ones that could come at Podfest, that would be kind of amazing. I love if, hearing him get to know the Thursday gang, even though I like it better when it's Greg and they all know each other already. But the way he's getting to know them, like he's so open and funny and quick and he's interested in everything, you know, that there's talking about and he plays along. I love it. He is I mean, I love Jensen, of course, and I love Allie being on, but I think he would be my choice for permanent Thursday guest. I think and so, too. he is coming, and John Henson are coming the same week to Colorado, so I'm going to see both Ooh. of them back-to-back, like, back, and it's going to be fun, but yeah. That's right. I was going to mention that, that he... I was going to ask you if you're going to go see him, because he mentioned being in Denver soon, so... Yeah, so like cool. I, I think I mentioned it last time we recorded, but I said he's coming to three different shows, three different towns in Colorado, so I'm going to one of them. I guess I thought you were just talking about John Henson. No. Okay. I'm a horrible listener. <laughs> so I loved, okay, so they're talking about all the horse stuff, and they're talking about the husbandry, and they're talking about the castration, and it was kind of funny how they sort of stopped talking about it. Like, Jenna seemed like she was really bothered by it. Did you get that? I didn't, but I think I was kind of rushing through the episode. Um, I want to listen again. But the funny thing with David is that on Professor Blastoff, he was like kind of the straight man. So Tig and Kyle would just be riffing and doing a bunch of jokes and just being silly. And he would always try to get it back on topic. Like it was about space travel or some shit quantum physics he'd be like uh let's get back to the physics guys and then tig and, and fucking kyle are just going off on some chicken joke <laughs> that i want to listen to that now because i know everyone oh, talks about that it was a good show, because but... it's it's behind a paywall thanks to um kulop's husband what's his face no way what's his name comedy bang bang fuck mm, that guy i don't know i don't know anybody's <laughs> names Scott Ackerman. Sorry. Oh, that yeah. Guy. So, Earwolf has been purchased by Scripps, possibly some other company, and so now all like episodes that are six months or older are behind a paywall now. So you have to subscribe to Earwolf like premium. Oh. So no more comedy bang bang for us, or not comedy bang bang. Fucking Professor Blastoff. <laughs> I'm schmizzed as fuck right now. So I like that. I can't believe that David Huntsberger is the straight man because he is so... Also, when he's talking, do you sometimes think that it's Al or is that just me? Because they don't sound the same, but every once in a while... That is definitely just you. <laughs> every once Because he has a very distinct voice, but every once in a while, I'll hear a comment. And I'm like, was that Al or is that David? I'm not sure. But how's it going, everybody? Let's talk about JMOs. What do you think? Uh, sure. Okay, I did not pick a JMO per se, but what I wanted to say is the JMOs have been sparking a lot of conversations that are really good and fun and funny. And I think, like before, I, I know I said this before, but when I would hear, oh, let's do JMOs, I'd think, okay, there's going to be like 
five to eight minutes left on the show. But with the Thursday show, it seems like there's still 20, 30 minutes left. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to really get get down and dirty. So there were a lot of um, fun topics. The pillows and the sleeping and the just everything. I don't know. Leanne hit a good JMO though. What was that JMO? She was talking about putting, asking for suggestions on Facebook about something and someone will take the time to respond, I don't know, instead of just don't respond at all. How about that? Oh, yeah. Like, why are you wasting my time? I think it's just people want to let you know that they, they're hearing you because what if no one had an answer for you, but no one replied because you don't want them to reply. So you just send it out there and then nothing. I that realize you're playing kinda... devil's advocate right now, but if you yes. had a question where you're like, I would love to know more about this. What do you guys, Hey friends, let me hear what you have to say about this. And like five people say, I don't know. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, go fuck yourselves. Um, yeah, I could see that. Like if nobody wrote anything at all, I'd probably just take it down. <laughs> Right. Just say thanks. Thanks for nothing. I would probably put on there. But the I don't know is the go fuck yourself. And also, Allison was talking about the hacky, predictable, you know, when she asked, does anyone have any questions like for Guy Branham? And people say, oh, I don't. Who's Guy Branham? Like those people are the same people that put I don't know where you're like, go fuck off. Like, I don't have time for that. It's bu- it's bullshit. And I like that it started, it's funny because I saw this before I heard the show, but she asked, does anybody have any questions for Elizabeth Lame? And someone said, who's, who's at Guy Branham? (laughs) Yeah. And I thought, I don't get the joke because Allison liked it and she was, you know, whatever. So I thought, well, that's weird. And after I heard the episode, I'm like, okay, so that's a thing. Cool. No, she mentioned it. um, Yeah. In the show. Yeah. And I just, I saw it before I had heard the show. Um, I've been having a, an arm problem with my sleeping. And I am at one with Al saying, if you hug a pillow, your arms have a place to go and everything's proportioned and, and you have a pillow between your knees, you're good. I've been starting to sleep on my back and I bury myself in pillows and I try and pin, pin my arms down to my side. So everything will just be straight. So I wake up with my arm up over my head and totally <laughs> sore, not dead. But just like sore, like as if it's been working out or something just in my shoulder. So then I'll put my arm down and it hurts. And then I wake up again and it's up again. It's like, I can't, I need to be tied down. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Okay. Here's an invasive question. Are you no tuck or tuck? Um, if I make my bed, it would be a tuck, but eventually ends up untucked. And then I don't make my bed for a week. So... (laughs) Well, that's pretty good. I never, I make my bed if someone's coming over someone, like I'm going to have a guest in my bedroom, Um, just as if someone's going to come see it, but they don't usually. I tuck it when I make it, but I don't like it tucked when I'm sleeping. And I like that they brought up the Seinfeld reference of the one tuck and the one no tuck, which, which George Costanza, by the way, you're just, you're just asking for someone to like mess up. Just... Have it just the way it is, and you untuck it yourself. Just don't mess with it. So you're a tuck. I like it tucked, but when I get in, I like to kick it out. And sometimes I sleep with one foot out, too. Just one foot? Yeah, it's like a temperature thing. <laughs> it cools me down. Okay. I don't sleep very hot, but 
you know, once in a while I like to kick my foot okay. out there. Okay, I'm looking through the JMOs, and this one was read on one of the shows, I think, Thursday. Guy who jiggles his leg and Ugh. taps his bottle heavily on connected airport lounge seats equals murderous rage, right? I don't think I know what the fuck this guy is talking about. <laughs> you haven't been next to the person with the jimmy arm or the jimmy leg? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but what does that have to do with murderous rage? Oh, well... It's it's same as the windshield, you know. It's they're being what's the word? Funny. Um, it is annoying as fuck. If okay, somebody's so is he like their knee sitting... and your tray table and your your armrest is jiggling too? Maybe murderous rage is not there, but I mean, <laughs> it's close. <laughs> okay, I guess I know what he means, but that's kind of weird. Um. Yeah, and then the windshield wiper fluid, JMO. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny that Allison didn't know that it was hitting other cars, only because I've been hit by it so many times where you're like, really, dude? <laughs> and it usually is right after you've washed your car, and you're like, cool, now I'm going to have the streaks there that I just got rid of. But I just this week was being tailgated by someone, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just spray away. <laughs> Because, of course, the people that tailgate are always people in Mercedes and people that care about their cars. In my car, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Just turning the windshield wipers on. There was something you said that I was going to talk about. Being tailgated, windshield wiper spraying. How could you not know that it sprays the <laughs> car behind you? <laughs> um, I guess being tailgated. How are you with that? Because Daniel said you should just slow down until they decide to go around. I have, okay, I have a few things. I do get more murderous rage at the tailgater, especially, well, in so many different ways, but especially when there's plenty of spaces to go around and just go in a different lane, like just go somewhere else. Or the person, this happens to me every single day, but the street that I take the kids to school on, the speed limit is 25 and there's always cops hiding out and then I'll end up getting in front and I go, Five miles over the speed limit, but I'm like, I'm not going to get a ticket for this fucking asshole behind me. And then they're just tailgating me the whole way. So then I'll, I just, I'll put the mirror up so I don't have to see them because I, it stresses <laughs> me out. And then I just will go slower and just go the speed limit. I, I'm not going to go like, a, I'm not going to be an asshole and I'm not going to pull over either. But it's like, I'm sorry that you woke up too late, but I didn't. I'm going the speed limit and I'm not getting a ticket for your asshole. Well... Even if I'm on time, I still speed. So I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like speed limits are suggestions. <laughs> so I'm like going like 40 in like a 25, and okay, I'm like, why is this agree. person going so slow? <laughs> and I can and agree like, with because that. Because I'm breaking the law. <laughs> it is a suggestion. The only problem is telling that to the cop doesn't work. We'll see. I kind of know where the cops hide, and then and that's so the thing. They're always. In this one spot. And of course, when they're tailgating me, there's no cops there. But then the next day, I'm like, oh, there's not going to be anybody there. And I'll go a little bit faster. And then there's a cop there. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go the same speed I always do. Because it's going to be the one time that I get pulled over. It's just going to happen. I know. But also, I'm driving with kids. Like, I'm trying to, like, not be a maniac. So <laughs> Right. Yeah. I, if I, like, if I crash into a lamppost, it's just me. No one cares. But you have <laughs> children and a husband and people who care about you I, I can name a few people that probably would care but at least you won't be hurting anybody else in the car yeah but yeah the whole thing i mean i just 
I do get, I get pretty pissed off. And I noticed that, uh, that bad A Al did not mention that he has a plan of something he wanted to do. And he's talked about it on Sorry Not Sorry. And it's something that I've thought about doing is keeping eggs in my car. <laughs> and he has that idea too. Okay. For tailgaters. I don't, oh, to like chuck them back? Yes. <laughs> These are things he's talked about. I'm like, oh, he was suspiciously quiet during this talk. But see, that's when you get the crazy person who like rams you off the road. If you throw true. an egg at me, I'm going to react true. violently. <laughs> Very true. And I'm like, I would love to do that. But then, yeah, then I'm at the stop sign at the <laughs> In like two seconds, we're going to be right next to each other again. There's also a lot of times where I'm like, I flip people off and I think, this is the city I live in. Chances are that somebody I know, it could be, or we could be going to the same school together. There was one time I flipped some lady off for cutting me off and then she went towards the school. I'm like, oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't, I never found out who it was, but there are certain people that I hate anyway so it wouldn't matter but it would be really embarrassing if it's like oh we're gonna go work i'm gonna go you know work at the valentine's day party and we show up and it's the lady i just flipped off right see like if it was curb your enthusiasm it would end up that her daughter is like best friends with your daughter (laughs) so true oh hearing my voice on echo was awesome so you did hear the bad a though hashtag al saying bad a being a bad a what do you think about that i did not hear that, but I then again, it I and was, I was like, "Oh, you!" I loved every second. Rushing of it. through, and at first I thought, "Was that Al? He just said bad A. Oh, I'm just a bad A." And then after I was like, "Well, no one's going to say anything." But then Allison was like, "Yeah, that sounds pretty bad A." I'm like, "Oh, it's awesome." Uh, <laughs> I I did not catch that. I'm gonna have to listen again. Yeah, listen to like the last ten minutes, probably last fifteen minutes. But if you're gonna listen to the whole thing again, might as well go yeah. for it. Get really in, into that castration sec- section. Mm, my favorite with mm. your mouth. <laughs> well, I think that's a good place to end it on a bad A, bad A note, and a great burrito. Have you? Oh, you finished it? Did you start yeah. a new one? No, I don't have another one. I'm just enjoying the feeling right now. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> just coasting. All right. Well, if you want to be a part of this show. Or if you want to do a thank you for being a fan, email me at bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast and follow me at jmos and bffs. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me passed out on a couch near you. If you invite me to your home, I will sleep there. Um, I want to give a couple of shout outs. So Jay added me to the Jenna Kim Jones group on Facebook. Thank you for doing that. That was unnecessary because I dislike Facebook as it is, but thank you. Um, like I mentioned before, Jenna's special is available on VidAngel, which is not a porn site. So when there's a charge on your credit card, you can just show your wife or husband or whatever if they care. Um, and what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And... I purchased my plane ticket to California for the Shed Show, Woo-hoo! which will be in the kitchen. Rachel's coming along. If we break up before that, it's going to oh, be pretty awkward because happen. we're seated next to each other. 
She's like, um, well, I always did want to go to Disneyland. You guys can take your show and shove it. <laughs> exactly. She's She's been before. I've never been to Disney. So me and Megan and Rachel and whoever else wants to come can go to Disney. Um, that is and, awesome. Well, how many days are you going to be here? I think four. Really? Yes. So from like Friday to Monday? Something like that. Okay. That would be really, really cool to go to Disneyland. Yeah, I think after we have our brunch, Megan said that she would show us around. As you know, she's a former Disney cast member. So she's going to show us all around and it should be a good time. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But more importantly, I get to see you again. Hopefully, even though Kelly won't probably won't be at the recording, I still want to meet up with her. Um, I get to see Megan again. I haven't seen her in so fucking long. Um, and everyone gets to meet Rachel and harass yes. her. Yes. Oh, that's going to be so much fun for not her. <laughs> yeah, she's going to hate it. And, I'm and just gonna, Jen uh, is going to be here. And Jen and Joanna. Joanna. That's oh, something for so you. Cool. you know what that is going to be. We're going to have the most fun Allison Rosen sleep- sleepover. I was trying to say slumber party. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I did not drink enough tonight. Um, I'm super excited. It's going to be so much fun. Everyone so, in California who can come, please come. That means yes. you, Trice, Ray, um, everyone. Demian. I know Ray can't. It's going to be his anniversary. Oh, yeah. So he's not going to be in town. He's not going to be in the same state. Um, but Trice, that'd be awesome if you came down. Jason, it would be super cool to finally meet you. But, and his wife. And his wife. And... Yeah, that would be really cool, but I don't think that's going to happen. Kelly, I would love it if you came out here. Please, pretty please. Or we're going to have to come visit your pet store, right? Yeah, you have pets. Yeah, I pretend to have. No, I'm just kidding. I love my pets. Come on. Come on. Just play back everything I've ever said about animals, and you can tell that I do. Oh, well, Brittany, I love you. I wish you were coming out here, too. That would just be the cherry on top, but you're not. And uh, thank you and good night. I mean, it's crazy. What? We finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. I've never met someone who, who thinks so much like me. Jake's. Jake's again. Our mental synchronization can have but one explanation. You and I were just meant to be. Will you marry me? Can I say something even crazier? Yes!